Today's message is called Moving into Transformation. Moving into Transformation. And we're going to look at our, our foundational text is out of Romans 12.2 and 2 Corinthians 3.18. Let's look at Romans 12.2. It's on the screen here. My apologies. I didn't have ink in my printer and I couldn't print out your notes today. But Romans 12.2, it says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Let's look at this. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be what? What? Inwardly transformed by who? So the Holy Spirit is going to have to do the work. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 says, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Come on, don't you love that? We're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. I want to read it from the Passion. I don't know if we're going to have it up here. Yeah, we do. It says this, We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. Aren't you glad about that? And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. And we're being transfigured or transformed into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And I love this 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 um, translation because uh, it talks about going from one level of glory to another. And that's exactly what Christ, what Jesus, what the Father God is is asking of us in this season. He's asking of us to move from one level to the next level. That is the purpose of transformation. God does not want us to live a boring life. Living the Christian life is not boring. There is always fun in the kingdom of God. And if you're not having fun, then we need to check the kingdom you're living in. Hallelujah. But there's always fun in the kingdom of God. And, and there's always room to move forward. There's always growth. There's all, And if you're not growing, then you're dying spiritually. And so we want to make sure that this year that we're moving from one brighter level of glory to another one. It is God's desire for each of us to be transformed into who he wants us to be. Not who I want you to be, not who your mama wants you to be, but who God wants you to be. It, it's, it's his desire that we move from where we are now to where he wants us to be. In order to, for this to happen, there must be a time, there must be a season in our life where we ask the question, is there anything in my life that I need to break away from? Is there anything in my life holding me back? Is there anything going on in my mind, in my world, that's causing me to be distracted? It becomes necessary then for us to detox from things in our lives that cause us to be distracted. What is detox? Detox simply is a process or a season in which 
one rids the body of toxic or unhealthy substances. Now, let me just let you know that this sermon was developed, um, was beginning to be developed uh, last month, and it was before all this um, political stuff happened. And and so I, when I was working on this the other day, this is this is the question the Lord began to ask me was, is there anything in John in your life that you need to break away from? So, oh, well, I can make a list of things. Okay, Lord, I can go on a social media fast. I can break away from this i can do that i can but the lord is like well go a little deeper what else can you break away from well lord i can give you my dr pepper <laughs> if you mean i like dr pepper um i can give you this but well, well, well can you can you do more than that so what god is saying is uh go deeper amen break away from something that cost you something <laughs> Detox is ridding yourself of unhealthy substances. 2 Corinthians 7 1 says this. It says, Beloved ones, with promises like these, and because of our deepest respect and worship of God, we must remove everything from our lives that contaminates body and spirit and continue to complete the development of holiness within us. Holiness. Everybody say holiness. Holiness is still relevant in the kingdom of the Lord. Holiness says, I'm not going to do what everyone else around me is doing. Holiness says, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be separate. I'm going to come out from among them, and I'm going to separate myself from them, from the world, from the drinks, from the cigarettes, from the, from the nicotine, from the vape, from, from whatever it is that my friends are doing, pornography, whatever. I'm going to separate myself from it, and I'm going to, rid myself of anything that contaminates the flow of God in my life. I want the river of God to rush in my life. And if it's not rushing like the Father wants it to, then there's something in my life clogging up the flow. And I want to get that flow unclogged. Amen. Um, the next scripture, 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, the Message Bible says it this way. With promises like these, that pull on us different. Let's make a clean break. Let's make a clean break with everything that defiles us or distracts us. Let's. What, are the, what was the question? Is there anything in my life that I need to break away from? This translation says, well, make a clean break with everything that defiles or distracts us. Get, get rid of those things that are coming in between you and the flow and the power of of the Holy Spirit. So it's important for us to understand that there are seasons in life where God says, hey, stop what you're doing and remove everything that defiles or distracts you. Remove anything that contaminates your body and your spirit. And where we must take action is ridding ourselves of things that have clogged the flow of God in our lives. And in order to be transformed, we must allow the process of transformation to work. The first step in allowing the Holy Spirit to transform your life is to put to death the things that clog the flow of God in your life. The, the first step to transformation is to detox your spirit from anything that does not allow you to move forward in this season. 
2 Corinthians 6 and 14 says, don't continue to team up with unbelievers in mismatched alliances. In mismatched alliances. We must steer clear of relationships that will divide our loyalty to Christ. In other words, we got to steer, we got to stay away. We can love. I'm not saying you can't love somebody. I'm not saying you can't be in, all I'm saying is you better don't, don't let their, them dictate your loyalty to Christ. Don't allow their opinions to dictate how you are to uh, control your life uh, and the culture of your life. Don't allow people who have, who have no relationship with the Heavenly Father to tell you how to live your life. And then you got to be careful because there's some believers who, who um, unfortunately, are mismatched because they, they used to believe a thing and now they're so stuck in religion that they're stuck and they don't believe anything other than what they believe. <laughs> and so you have a mismatched alliance even there. So you got to be careful that you're not running with people who don't want to tra be transformed. See, transformation is daily. An encounter with God is daily. It's a daily thing. It's, it's allowing the Holy Spirit into my heart and into my life. And, and, and it's that convicting power of the Holy Spirit. It's that the Holy Spirit still convicts. Hallelujah. And so we got to be careful that we're not our our connections and our relationships are um, uh, godly relationships. And they're helping you move to the next level. Why stay stuck in something that you don't even want to be stuck in? Yeah. Mismatched alliances. Uh, mismatched alliance is a relationship where each person involved are going in separate directions. Separate directions. I, me and me, let's say me and Jordan, for instance. And Jordan's a great guy. Blah blah blah. Just want to let you know. But but let's let's pretend. Okay. Let's say Jordan decides. Um, well, I'm gonna start doing life my own way. I'm, I'm not gonna live in the standards of the Bible. And let's say let's say me and Jordan have lunch, and all of a sudden Jordan's acting crazy. And it's and we're not jiving like we used to, and I have to distance myself a little bit. Doesn't mean I don't like Jordan. Doesn't mean I don't love Jordan. It just means that I've got to make sure that the people in my life are speaking hope and speaking the truth of God's word. I can still love Jordan, and I can still hang out with you, but I'm not going to allow Jordan to speak a negative influence in my life. So you got to make sure that the folks in your life are, are speaking the language of the supernatural, the language of the spirit. You don't want to get involved in something that's, that's going to drag you down. I've been involved in relationships where they've drugged me down, where it was like they, they wanted me to, be, to go to their level. And unfortunately, I took the bait and I went on their level and it changed my entire life for the worse. And so if you can, if people can change you for the worst, then there's people that can change you for the best. And you want to be connected to Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost-driven, power-filled folks that will take you to your next level. You don't want to be stuck. Mismatched alliance is a relationship that is divided, not united. And if you're in a relationship that doesn't speak life, then you're mismatched and that relationship needs to end. Or you need to have a conversation with the other person to help them change their focus. 
And so as a leader, all of us are called to lead. We all lead somebody. We all have friends. And so in that moment with Jordan, as a leader, as a fellow brother in the kingdom, I should be able to tell you, hey, Jordan, your language has changed. Hey, Jordan, you're, you're, the spirit, there's something not right. And I should be able to redirect him as a brother in Christ. Are you with me? And so I'm not saying walk away from everybody that, you know, I'm what I'm trying to help you understand is if, it's, if there's something in your life that's mismatched, help redirect. And if they don't want to be redirected, then you can love them from a distance. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about you, Jordan. And that's why we have to be humble. We have to be humble because, because God is changing. There's, there's a change taking place even in the body of Christ. And there's lines being drawn and there's things that we have to begin to understand and begin to discern what God is doing in each of our lives. Are you with me? All right, mismatched alliances. We've got to be careful that we're, we're either helping folks move forward. We definitely don't want to drag anybody down. Amen. If that person's unwilling to change their focus, then you need to consider loving them from a distance. God is calling his body to move forward. And if you aren't moving forward, then you're stuck. And you need to get with folks who can help you move forward. Don't hang with people who always speak negative and speak words of discouragement. Get around people who love Jesus and are full of passion and hope. America needs hope. This region needs hope. They need the love of Christ. And we must be that love. We must be that hope. Question. Is there anything in your life? Is there anything in my life that I need, that you need to break away from? Is there anything in my life that is toxic? Anything in my life that's unhealthy, causing my spirit, causing your spirit to be contaminated? Contaminated with bitterness, jealousy, strife, resentment. Is there anything there that God needs to deal with this morning? Is there anything in my life causing me to hang on to situations or circumstances that cause me, cause my family to go backwards in my walk with the Lord? Have I made an alliance with someone or something that has caused me to create a mindset that is dominated and controlled by the flesh? <clears throat> Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 through 9. It says, Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits themselves. But those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Let's talk about it. Those who are motivated by the flesh only pursue what benefits them. And so if I'm being motivated by, the, by, by my carnal nature, then I'm going to be motivated by pride. Amen. I'm going to be motivated by whatever makes me happy. But those who are lived by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue spiritual reality. In other words, they're motivated to tap into the flow of God and to receive more from the Father. They're Motivated to pursue spiritual realities. Verse 6, for the mindset, the mindset of the flesh is death, 
But the mindset controlled by the Spirit finds life and peace. And so if I'm being motivated by the mindset of the flesh, then I'm being controlled and dominated by the an antichrist spirit that pulls me away from the flow of God. But if I am but if my mindset is controlled by the spirit, then my life is at peace. Verse 7, in fact, the mindset focused on the flesh fights God's plan and refuses to submit to his direction because it cannot. And so if if you're of the if your mindset's of the flesh and if someone tries to help you and redirect you, but you reject it, that's a clear sign that you're being motivated by the flesh. Because you ain't going to do nothing that someone tells you. You're not going to submit. Why? Because it clearly says that it, it, you're, it won't submit. It will, go, it, will, it will go the other direction. It says uh, God's plan and refuses to submit to God's direction. It will never happen. Moving right along. <clears throat> Romans 8, 5 through 9 in the, in, the, in, the, in the Passion says, for no matter how hard, uh, oh, verse 8, I'm sorry, excuse me. It says, for no matter how hard they try, God finds no pleasure with those who were controlled by the flesh. But when the Spirit of Christ empowers your life, you are not dominated by the flesh, but by the Spirit. We want the Spirit of Christ to empower us. Come on, we want the Spirit of Christ to empower us so that we can take our life to the next level and take everyone around us that wants to go to the next level. I ain't going to be stuck in 2021. Hallelujah. I'm not going to, I'm going from one brighter level of glory to another. I'm not going to stay stuck in yesterday's problems. I'm not going to stay stuck. I'm just going to move forward. And I want to take everybody with me that wants to go. Amen? And so we're not going to be dominated by the flesh. We're not going to be dominated by our emotions. We're not going to be dominated by our feelings. Hallelujah. We're going to live a life of faith. We're going to break away from the things that distract us. And we're going to ask ourselves, what dominates my life? What is directing my life? Who or what is directing my life? Is social media directing your life? Is is what some other source directing your life what the the spirit of christ should be directing your life you we all should be living a spirit-filled life hallelujah well how do i live a spirit-filled life pastor john it begins in the morning when you wake up hallelujah it begins give god 15 minutes of your day in the morning and say father it's you and me speak to me put on some of that worship music put on read your bible or even if you if you're running late, you can do it in your car on the way to work, and just ask the Lord to empower your life. All you got to say is, "Holy Spirit, come and empower me today, Father." I don't want to be distracted today. I want to stay focused on you. So, Father, give me the empowerment. Give me the power to cut off distractions, to cut off things in my life that'll pull me away from you. Give me the power to say no. Amen. That's all you got to do. It's simple. Give God 15 minutes of your day. Question, what dominates my life? Who or what is directing my life? God wants to radically transform our lives. But first, we have to die to our flesh. 
not to die to our flesh. Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 through 9, says this. Live as one who has died to every form of sexual sin and impurity. Live as one who died to diseases and desires for forbidden things, including the desire for wealth, which is the essence of idol worship. And when you live in these vices, you ignite the anger of God against these acts of disobedience. Verse 7-8. That's how you once behaved. Characterized by your evil deeds. But now it's time to eliminate them from your life once and for all. Anger, fits of rage, all forms of hatred, cursing, filthy speech, and lying. Lay aside your old Adam self with its masquerade and disguise. So, ladies and gentlemen, if we're going to move into this radical transformation, we will have to put our carnal flesh to death. We're going to have to lay aside our old Adam self with its masquerade and its disguise. We must eliminate everything that contaminates our temple. We are the temples of the whole living God. We got to eliminate everything that contaminates. Anything that doesn't glorify God and causes us to hunger and thirst after righteousness needs to be removed from your life. If it pushes you away from God, then it needs to go. We have to put to death old religious thinking. We have to break out our boxes of complacency. We will have to break away from the stuff that keeps us boxed in to dangerous habits and cycles. And I'm sharing this message with you this morning because I want to God to radically transform my life. It starts with me. And I want to take y'all on the journey. I want God to transform my body, transform my spirit, transform my business, transform this church, transform this my family. I'm not satisfied with where I am. I want to move my life to the next level. I want the power of the Holy Spirit to rush into my life like it never has before and to infuse me with more of his presence and more of his power that he radically transforms me. So what's the plan and how can we as a church family move into transformation? Colossians chapter 3 says this, verses 1 through 2. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. And this is why we are to yearn for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Verse 2. Yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. That's how we move forward. That's how we move forward into radical transformation is we feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill our thoughts with heaven realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So I'm asking you this morning, what do you need to break away from and what in your life What's dominating your life or who or what is directing your life? These are questions that Holy Spirit had to ask me and now I'm asking you.
But if it starts with me, then I'm going to dish it out to you. <laughs> because it's time to move forward. And it's time to put to death old stuff. It's time to move forward. And it's time to allow God to radically infuse our lives with his power. But he won't if we're still dealing with things that we should have got over a long time ago. It's breaking out of these old habits and destructive thoughts and all these different things that causes us to be distracted. And Holy Spirit is here today and wants to bring you into a new place with him. Let's stand. Every head bowed and every eye closed this morning, I'd want to take a few moments and um, just allow you and the Holy Spirit to commune with him together and think about what I've said today and just there is now, therefore, no condemnation in Christ Jesus. God wants to take you on a journey. God wants to move your life to the next level with radical transformation. Allow the Holy Spirit to highlight some areas of your heart that maybe you need some help in. So, Father, we come to you today and we just ask you to show us. Take your magnifying glass and look at our hearts. Is there rage? Is there an offense? Is there something blocking, clogging the flow of God into our lives? And, Father, if it's, if you, if it's there, show us. Show us in this moment. And if he showed you this, take a moment. And you can just do this in your spirit. You don't have to do it out loud. But just say, Father, I repent for just allowing bitterness or words or emotions or whatever. Whatever it is, I repent for allowing those things to clog up the flow. To, I, I, I repent for giving that power, giving my mind the power to dictate the level that I live on. I repent. I, and Father, I give you all these areas of my heart that I'm dealing with. But these struggles, these fleshy desires, these, these, just, just, all this stuff that I'm dealing with. I just give it to you, Father, and take it, Father. And, and I, don't, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I, I give it to you. And if you really do mean that today, the Holy Spirit's going to infuse you right now with his power, with his power, with his presence, his glory, his, his dunamis. He's going he's gonna to infuse you with the strength you need to move forward. Father, we thank you for it today. We thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for highlighting our, the areas that we haven't dealt with, that we just keep sweeping under the rug. Today, we, we, just, we give it all to you. Give it all to you. We thank you for infusing us with your power, with your presence. Thank you for never giving up on us, for loving us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say this with me. Say, I am kingdom. I am a child of God. I am loved, never forsaken. 
I am approved. I am in a spiritual family that loves me, that will never turn its back on me, that will um, lead me, that will lead me, and that will lead me forward into all spiritual truth as the Holy Spirit leads them. Father, we thank you that the connection of this spiritual family is becoming stronger. That the bond of peace is is covering us as we walk with you. Father, we, we take authority over every spirit that will try to cause people to disconnect from local assembly. I thank you, Lord, that, that, that you're drawing people together as the enemy would like to divide, you're, you're drawing people together for such a time as this so that the, the, the bond of the spiritual family becomes stronger, not weaker. And that, Father, as we are, are, are moving forward into all that you have for us, I thank you that when one falls, the other can pick them up, dust them off, and we move forward. Nobody will be left behind. Nobody. There is no catch up. We're going to arrive together. And I thank you, Lord, for no division. No breaking of rank. We call this spiritual family solid. No holes and no gaps. We thank you for the hedge of protection around each person. We thank you that your blood, Father, cleanses us, protects us, purifies us. And we thank you that you're always good. Now, Father, bless, bless, bless. We thank you for opportunities this week. We thank you for open doors this week. We thank you, Lord, that this is going to be a great week. That no, no weapon formed against us will ever prosper. And that you're with us. 